There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. Well, here we are, George. Um, How are you? I mean, you, you must be feeling good after what's been... A great first few, particularly qualifying sessions for you, but races as a whole, you know, this is real progress, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, ahead of this year, if you said that we'd have made Q2 three out of four times, you know, we'd have definitely taken it. So it's, um, it's not where we want to be still. We're still, you know, I've got higher aims, the team have higher aims, but we're going in the right direction. So I still don't want to be called Mr. Saturday by Crofty that I, uh, I listened to last night. Rewatched, uh, rewatched qualified. You know, you get your points on the Sunday, but it's nice to have been able to put in some good uh, quality performances. Well, any day of the week being named after you is good, but you're right. It'd be better to be Mr. Sunday, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Um, so go on then, rate out of 10 this year and then give me a rating out of 10 for last year so we can see what kind of trajectory you're on. Uh, of overall performance or my performance or what thing if everything if you know if an alien was dropped onto earth and said i don't know anything about f1 but just kind of tell me how you're getting on give it a rating out of 10 for 2020 i know we haven't had much of it yet but yeah i'd probably say six last year seven this year you know baby steps but um you know obviously you know it's this is a seven out of ten sort of for us let's say because we're in this position we were so far behind last year um, and we are going in, in the right direction. Like I said, I'm not here just to be getting into a Q2 session. I want to be winning races and podiums and scoring points every weekend. But at my stage in my career, where the team is at the moment, that's totally unrealistic. So I am pleased with the progress. Um, but you soon get quite settled in that position. And you always, as soon as you get there consistently, you want to you know, go further. And um, I had a bit of a chat with my engineer after qualifying and he said, sorry, I wasn't as pumped up on the radio as I was in the previous races. It's just, you know, it's like three in a row now. And I guess the the novelty wears off a little bit. And I I presume as well, it's also because we were under investigation at, at the time. So it wasn't quite as much of a buzz as the previous two. But, you know, we're here on merit now and this is where, where the pace of the car is. Well, that's so true. I mean, you know you're making progress when you're like, eh, Q2, whatever. Yeah. We want Q3 <laughs> now, but we know that is... Last year when we was aiming for a Q2 session, that's going to be us now aiming for a Q3 session. You know, it, we may just creep in once or twice, but that would only be if everything goes perfect from our side and, and the others slip up. But 
you know, I've been pleased with the session so far this year. Everything's run smoothly. Um, obviously, last weekend was, was very unfortunate with the yellow flag and the circumstance um, around that. I wasn't actually aware it was a double yellow. I thought it was just a single yellow. And I lifted what I thought was sufficient for a single yellow. Um, and that was a, fa a big factor into my, into my penalty. So, you know, that's unfortunate, but it was nice to see the pace of the car. And I think, I think Sunday was the first time I've ever overtaken a non-Williams car in my F1 career. Um, taking first laps out of the way, because obviously first laps just is a first lap, but on pure merit, it's the first time I've ever overtaken a non-Williams car. So, uh, yeah, that was nice. Big tick in the box. Um, I never forget when um, I interviewed you right at the beginning of your year last year and then kind of progressively through the year. I really thought you were going to start not being able to trot out the right answers, losing some of that positivity and shine. And you said to me, I said, you know, God, is, it, is it difficult? And you went, no, do you know what? It's, it's actually good because I'm applying my trade here as a rookie kind of under the radar slightly you know the focus wasn't totally on you so you're able to learn um in a car that wasn't at the front of the grid and that was a positive that you were taking from that and I, the, what i took from that is that you're a positive person glass, glass is half full but i thought surely that won't last how do you feel now you've had your rookie year it's under your belt are you now kind of itching just to get into a more competitive car you know i think we're just itching to have more performance. I think this has been massive for us for the last few races, seeing that we can compete uh, with others on merit. Um, but I'm always sort of a person that, if you're in a certain situation that you can't drastically change, you, you just got to get on with it. You know, it's so easy for me to throw the toys out the pram and get upset and frustrated that, you know, Alex and Lando are down at the front fighting. And, you know, I've been racing with those guys my whole life. Um, and knowing that you know if we were in equal machinery you, you'd be in a similar position but there's nothing I can do at the moment all I can do is just, just keep doing my thing and um, I think if I let it affect me too much it will then affect my on-track performance and I think that's sort of the angle I'm going at it is if I start letting it frustrate me that I'm in a car that isn't capable of you know scoring podiums like Alex and Lando then it will affect my on-track performance. And I, I can't let that happen because I hope to be here in F1 for the next 15 or 20 years. And, um, you know, this is only the first, first steps. That is an incredibly mature approach. I mean, don't wish to sound patronising, but that is, that's old beyond your years. I think that's amazing attitude. Is that something that, like, do you feel quite an old soul? Is that something <laughs> that you... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess... I guess throughout my whole career, I've been in and around older people. My friends were always a bit older than me. Um, you know, the teams I was in always dealing with older engineers. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I think... Siblings. Your siblings are quite a lot older than you as well, aren't yeah, they? exactly. You know, I've got uh, my sister, Cara, is 34 now, I think. I should <laughs> love that no, like you just told everyone. <laughs> she, she's 35 now, I think. My brother's 34. Um, so that helps, I think, as well, having uh, my trainer, Alej Casanovas, who, who's been with me for the last four years now. You know, he's a massive part of my, been a massive part of my journey and um, helping me get through this, really, and helping me stay positive. And like I say, trying to understand the, and see the bigger picture 
here. And, and at the end of the day, as a kid, I dreamed of getting to Formula One. You know, I can't be ungrateful with in the position I am. And um, as long as I'm doing the job at the moment, you know, better things in terms of results will come um, down the line. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of that balance, isn't it, between feeling grateful but being ambitious. And that goes back to your engineer's earlier point of like, okay, we've made Q, uh, Q2 a couple of times now. Let's keep pushing. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it's an interesting. I want to go back to, to Alex and Lander because I think another part um, of such a positive journey for all three of you is having each other. It seems that you do give each other a lot of support. Um, how useful has that been, do you think, for all of you? Not, I mean, you can only speak for yourself, but it does feel as if you've got each other's backs. Yeah, I think it's, it's good to have a good friend that you can relate exactly to how you're feeling, how the weekend's going. Um, you know, I've got a number of other very close friends who know motorsport very well. But, you know, there's only 20 drivers on the grid who know exactly how it feels, the pressures... Uh, the commitments you have to do from a marketing perspective, um, from the team side of things, how how much you have to to focus on that to push the team and sort of all eyes are on you at times. So I think having Alex and Lando just to be able to chat to here and there, you know, most of the time we're we're not even talking about racing and we're just laughing and, and having a bit of banter. But you know, it's it is good, especially with me and Alex at times, just talk about the racing and um, understand how each other's position really mm, you're able to vent if you need to yeah exactly exactly so yeah I mean like I used Alex um, on the way back from Germany last year when I got beaten by Robert I think it was only my second race at the time or maybe it was the first race he beat me and that was the race that he scored the point um so you know just so typical and uh, I was on the phone with Alex for about 45 minutes on the way home I was driving back to my to my girlfriend's he was on the way to the airport and I was just uh, getting my frustration out on him so because he understood you know he understood my position so uh, that was good and it does feel like you're part of something quite special you know this is a whole tranche of new talent coming through uh it feels like the future's bright for british motorsport thanks to you guys and there's there's a bit of a buzz around it are you aware of that um i guess to a certain extent but i don't let it really affect me you know i, I get asked quite a lot about you know when lewis retires you and lando are going to be the guys you know taken over and how do you feel about that and I don't really have any feelings about that it's you know I'm in Formula One to do the best job for myself and my family um, ultimately and I don't like outside views or potential you know impressions to to take over because again that just adds unnecessary pressure if, if I start thinking the hands of British motorsport are in mine and Lando's hands. You know, that's just unnecessary, uh, unnecessary extra pressure. So, you know, to a certain extent, I, I know it, but I don't let it affect me at all and just get on with my job. Well, hopefully it can just be a positive um, 
you know, source of energy, if anything, just the, the fact, I mean, I remember talking to you last year when you came out um, at the British Grand Prix and just saw all those fans. And it was, it was like you were some sort of rock star. Yeah. It was incredible. I mean, what a buzz. And as long as you can kind of leverage that and use it to good advantage, not feel the pressure from it, then, then that's great. Yeah, absolutely. I think the F1 weekends are so intense, especially for us, um, at an ordinary Silverstone weekend when you've got all of the, the fans and the commitments, they do give you extra energy to not let it affect you, uh, not let it you know, fatigue you because you're just so buzzing on their energy. And I guess that's where you've got to use them to, to, to your advantage, like you say. So, you know, I've only had one year, one and a half years of F1 experience, obviously this year. We haven't experienced any of the fans, which is, which has been very disappointing. And you know, you, you really miss it because, especially as a, a young guy like me, and only my my second year of F1, that is a part of the buzz. You know, it's going to the races, and I'm sure some people find it annoying sometimes when they are, you know, getting uh, you know asked questions from every direction and people wanting their attention. Um, but for us youngsters, you know, it's it's something you you quite look forward to and enjoy because it's not something we've been used to all of our lives. Yeah, and the rest of the year you are kind of in a bit of a bubble. I mean, you do get see fans at other races that will support you, but a lot of the time, the reality of your life is in hotel rooms, in airport lounges. Um, I'm not saying for one minute you're not living the dream because you are, but there are times when you just do need that human interaction and connection that that's kind of everything for all of us and I think that's the biggest thing that I've definitely felt through the lockdown and and now going to races without fans is how much we really need each other like even at races we've got the masks on it just feels like a disconnect doesn't it yeah absolutely it's incredibly weird and I think for for everybody in normal life not being able to really see friends um, and just live a normal social life you you understand how important that was for for all of us really and um yeah I still get my head around it and still especially at the race weekends because I base myself out of a little cabin outside of the engineer's office so I do all my debriefs all my marketing everything from that little uh, container cabin and I barely see my engineers I see them when I walk into the garage and walk out the garage but for the rest we're just talking over the laptop or over the intercon system and it's just uh, such an odd feeling you know you're you're in it together you're doing all of this together yet it's just such a big disconnect and I guess it's a bit like a long distance uh, relationship it almost feels so that's probably the best way to describe it. You know what I always want to say to you we need to try and get Alex to be British. Now, I know he's Thai but I think we need to claim him how can we make this happen? I don't really know, to be honest. I think, um, I really don't know. I'll have a word with him. I don't think I can influence him because I don't think Red Bull being half tired would really appreciate him claiming the British side of things. You know, he's 50-50 and um, he's gone the tire route and um, yeah, let him be. It's both boxes. It's great. That's good. Thanks so much for listening to In The Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink. 
and you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise cancelling headphones. And join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.